Peter, I have answers, but I don't have any questions. All the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies, put a ring on it, gotta put a ring on it, lemonade, lemonade. Okay, now I have tons of questions. <laughs> I'm Adam Manis. I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the Earlier Podcast. Daily music, advice, and inspiration coming at you. Coming at you today is sponsored by Open Studio. Go to Open Studio Jazz for all of your jazz education needs. Today, we are taking some general questions. We get <laughs> What is a general question? A general question is people... It's like general studies. Um, what are you studying in college? General <laughs> studies. Well, you know, general studies. You can... Oh, I'm oh, sorry. You can... That's such a general playing. Oh, first of all, did you hear my, uh, my little Beyonce tribute medley at the beginning there? I did. Yeah, that was... That was three tunes. That was lemonade. Three, yeah, no, that was singing. put a ring on it and sure. single ladies. I guess put a ring on it and single ladies is the same song, kind of. What about like a little uh, dum ba da ba ba da ba? Ooh, going back early. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we get we get emails is what I was saying. You can email us at yhi at open studio. Is that our general um, email address <laughs> for general emails? If you want to do general general question, inquiries, <laughs> general inquiries. And Actually, then you know we, we had the call in number, but I'm not. I don't know what you're trying to do with no, this. No, we get number. because I thought that'd be fun. Some people don't want to hit Have the speech. Have you checked pipe. it? No, I haven't. I just realized I had. Well, I'm hoping I would get some kind of notification. It's possible. We could have tons of call ins. You know we would never know. But you know, we're going to check it. So we're going to be confident with this. Call in and leave us an old school voicemail. And you know what? We might just pick up the phone. You never know. No, we won't. Well, I don't know where it rings. Uh, yeah, exactly. You don't even know where this is. I know what the number is 314 282. Six four three seven. Wait, do I hear something ringing? That wasn't no. Oh, that okay. was. We'll try that three one four two eight two six four three seven. That's the you'll hear it hotline. What is it? The hotline That's or the, the hotline. cold line? Are this we... is like remember you used to call in the radio. Be caller number seven. Yeah, yeah. So we be caller number seven. Yeah, yeah. We, I don't know, just imagine us having like one of those beige button phones from the eighties, right? Yeah, and it's just like, like Hong Kong Philly, may I help you? <laughs> switchboard operator so we have a couple questions lined up from emails uh from you all and so i thought we could take some of those so the first one is actually i really like the way this is phrased this is from uh tomas uh tomas and i just assume maybe it's thomas it's t-o-m-a-s from norway that's tomas yeah it says hi peter and adam love your podcast thank you tomas i have a debate question for you quoting during jazz solos hot or not you know what? The correct answer is yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and no. Yes and no. It's just like people. Yeah. People are the greatest. People are the worst, as yeah. we said. Quoting it can be the best. solos can be the best, and it can, it can be the worst. And it can also be in the middle. It can. It can just be like- It just can just be like, meh. Yeah, it can be um, meh. But I would say, let's, we're going to break it down a little bit, but let's, let's look at this. Of course, that's what we do here. Um, let's think about it as if you're not going to be- this one's kind of binary. If you're not going to just kill it with the quote, stay away from the quote. Because yeah. if it's a meh, that's going to that's going to really push it down into the to that not hot as you would say hot or not. Um so there has to be some kind of uh wit or um ad- agility to doing this beyond just you're quoting something yeah. in a different tune. Yeah. Like that in itself is not going to make this work. No. It's not going to make it hot. It's going to make it not hot. 
hot. Well, yeah, that's if that's all you if have. If that's all you have, it's going to make it not hot. Yeah, so I think the first thing we can think about is that there needs to be a musical reason to do it well not not because there's never a actual musical reason but there has to be a, a an alignment with what you're doing musically already so that it's not going to throw you off of what you're doing right because then it can be a fun little witty aside and it has to be the right kind of a solo like there's a time and a place for everything there there's a time to like tickle somebody um maybe not at a funeral though right you know but at another time to make somebody laugh could be fun sure maybe not to a stranger on the street that's illegal in most places it's, i right? wouldn't advise it's that not no. good so it's that kind of a thing like it can be a great thing if you do it at the right time so types of tunes uh i know i'm kind of all over the place because no, you no, know no. it's that time of day no, right. but um types of tunes that i'm thinking of and maybe you could add in some but sure that this can work in rhythm changes for some reason yeah, I find myself doing it there and getting lots, away with it. Lots right? to do there, yeah. Yeah, and why is that? I don't even know why that is. Because there's a lot of different melodies. There's a lot of different melodies over rhythm changes. Yeah, the yeah same thing with the blues. blues. There's a lot of blues. Yeah, I honestly think though with this, there's nothing for me. There's nothing that ruins this more than it feeling very contrived. Like if you are just like if we're if you're playing a blues and then you're thinking about it and then you're thinking about it stop, and you just go you know. Thinking. In the middle of your solo, and yeah. you just play the head to another blues tune. I hate that. Well, that would actually be playing um, rhythm changes over the blues. Which, right, right, right. Yeah, sorry, but um, that's okay too. No, but I think that okay. So maybe we could sort of start to pinpoint the successful times. Um, if it feels here's where it's successful. Can I tell okay. you where it's successful? Please. When you're doing like if you're playing a blues, right? So I just was quoting Olio over an F blues, right? So if you're playing a blues and you're just playing. Play 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 F blues for me here. One, two, one, two, three, and something happens organically, and you just continue with the quote, right? Like you so do corny. something that was kind no, of it wasn't, no, 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 no. It was you great. know what I, I know what it was. It's like you're yourself. developing something. Yeah. Don't, I don't know, like that is a good case of just, oh, I, I, I've discovered, I accidentally played something that reminds me of Olio. I'm going to continue on and use that as my melodic content. That can be okay. But that, even that, as you were you kind of pointed out, you can tread on some corn, corn-riferous yeah. well, territory I mean, there. Yeah, if you play with confidence and you're hearing it, though, it can work. So let's do, okay, that's a good way to develop it. Yeah. And I'm going to do a bad way. Okay. Things you don't want to do. F blues. Okay. One, two, three, four. Contrived. Yeah, well, you're just playing a bunch of blues that you know in a row, two bars, four yeah, bars. Exactly, at a time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we, that's no bueno. Yeah. But I would say, you know, an Never. overall concept that you might think of, uh, and this is like as you get more confident uh, with your playing, but only quoting another tune when there's a certain irony involved and like a little bit of a wink and it's a little bit hidden it's not as obvious as like i'm going to play a blues over a blues and letting it come to you as just an idea as opposed to like you never want to say i'm going to quote something and you plan that there's no way that's going to work even if it's the most ironic witty moment like you can, you you just have to let it come to you now charlie parker was a great quoter dizzy gillespie yeah. a lot of the bebop yeah, yeah, masters yeah. Uh, even Miles Davis would do some <clears throat> for at sure. times, you know. 
uh, Thelonious Monk, of course. I mean, it really, it, it can happen at any time. Sonny Rollins. Now, okay, what are your thoughts, though, on planning it out as part of the arrangement? So let's say you're you're doing, like, I Fall In Love Too Easily, right? This just kind of came to me. At, at the end, you know, we'll, we'll go skip to the end. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like that. Well, that almost becomes a medley, right? No, just as, as like an ending. Oh. Right? So it's like part of the arrangement, though, right? So you've used some kind of combined... So I, I combined I Fall In Love Too Easily with When I Fall In Love. as a little wink right. and nod to the lyrics of each tune. Right. Right? But That's but what I, I like, where it's so... Like, you really have to, like, investigate to know what it is. Right. I think that's, that's great. I mean, there, there's a famous one, too, on, you know... Yeah. I mean, I wrote a, a string arrangement for this one time, and there's a lyric, you know, the, what is it? Um, and the sounds of a thousand violins began to play. Da, da, da. But I had like the winds come in and play right after, because I was like, I'm not going to do the. Because come on, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that's, yeah. This is a, kind of an anti quote. An anti quote. Yeah. I'm so cool. I can quote and be cool while I'm doing it, because I'm going to put you in school, son. Yeah. So, Tomas, that's not a clear, like, definitive answer. (laughs) We'd say not. But, well, or yeah. I mean, it's hot. hot. It just depends. It's it's like everything else. Like, if you do it it wrong, yeah, it's going to (laughs) suck. Well, and you got to develop the. I remember the first times thinking back, like, it's wisdom. You have to develop your quote wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember, like, first time I was like, well, I'm going to try this. And then you kind of start to do it. You're like, oops, this isn't working. Then you try to back out and pretend like you didn't do it. You know? I'm too cool for that. What? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't doing that. No, I didn't walk down oh, the yeah. stairs. Oh, yeah. When you're young way. and you do it, you ever yeah. get the side eye from that experienced musician? And then you like, try to back out before you. They're, they're looking at you like, right. buddy. Freddie Washington. Come on, man. Willie Akins. My, we we might have both got that look. Tacit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is from Sean. Learn some Italian, son. <laughs> yeah, this is from. Uh, Our friend Sean. Uh, no, Sean Simon. Uh, da, 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 Why are you putting that man's full name out? In the, he out put the it world? in here. He put it in here. Well, <laughs> uh, he has a two-part question. How do you guys pick and choose what gigs you do, especially having a family? For me, it falls into these categories: time slash distance, pay, level of musicianship between the whole band, and of course, the hang. Wait, when did this question come? February? It's yeah, been sitting yeah, in your inbox. Right? <laughs> if three out of four of these criteria are met, I feel like it's a definite win. The second part of the question is, would you sacrifice a gig that has extremely high-leveled musicians, even though who you're playing with can be extremely negative and dark about your own playing, making you feel inferior and settle on playing with fun musicians that might, might not be the same level as you? This is something I struggle with sometimes. Constant negativity is not good for anyone's mental health. Okay, so so that one, before I forget it, I would go with the former there. I mean, maybe not constantly, but I want to play with the the musicians that are really good, yeah. better than me. They're going to challenge me, even if they're negative, even if we don't have a good hang. Well, yeah, because what you want to develop there is not just some musical uh, might, but you need to develop some grit there That's with right. that and some mental fortitude to be able to understand that what they say does not affect your value as a person no. has nothing to do with with actually your value as a person or well, a musician. Might, if you're a crappy person, no, yeah, if you're, but you but alert. you have to have confidence that you're not a crappy person, and really you can't just um, yes. Uh, even though we're, we're, we're Sean, we're answering the second part two first here, but yeah. I think it's a good point is that you cannot uh, just give way to um, sort of a mindset that you know other musicians' opinion of me is what makes for an enjoyable 
musical performance because if you do then you will never have a good musical performance so yeah. actually consider that a challenge like oh i get to play with these great musicians and they're going to be kind of a-holes to me right this will be a, a nice challenge of my of my mental fortitude yeah yeah because you don't want to i mean look i i don't know it, it depends like so for me like i'm such an introvert that i'm very comfortable like i love i love to hang with people and and for it to be a good communal situation but i don't need that actually so like if the music is happening, that's fine. And this usually comes more to like, would you rather go on a tour with people that you're not really friendly with and you don't hang with, but the music is just slamming every night, or somebody where the music, the group where the music's pretty good, but the hang is so great. I'm definitely want the music, and you know I love a good hang, but I'm like, I'm there to play music. That's my well, job. So that's that's the priority. To be honest, it usually doesn't have. It's usually it's, not it's one true. or the other. It's, it's, that's it's, right. It's usually a good hang and a good band. Then yeah. yeah. So, um, okay, what was the first part of the question? So the first part is, how do you choose, oh, right. how do you pick what uh, gigs you do? I just am so out of the <laughs> mode of having any choice of a gig, so it's kind of, but I mean, I think in general, you know, there's always the balance between, I guess, three main areas that sort of transition in and out over the years, and maybe even during different times, there's the musical development, possibility of musical development. So that would be more what we're talking about with playing with really good players, challenging material, great listening environments with great audiences, all the things that have the potential to help you develop your playing in a way that it could be more rapid and more more deeply felt than if you're just sitting and practicing. So positive musical experience. Yes. Positive mu musical growth experience. That's one. And then there's just money yep. and kind of... Um, yeah, just like real straight mercenary, like that's what you're, it's a, an exchange of money for the gig, Completely. which is important, you know, yep. I mean, at different times for different people, there's obvious reasons why it's less, you know, if you've got a sugar daddy or a sugar your mommy, then you don't have to worry about that, which is great, that never, number two never comes into, into or if you have a trust fund, I should say, it doesn't have to just be sugar daddy, sugar mommy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, and then the third would be kind of a professional positive development so you right. got the musical positivity in terms of your development but then there's the like this is a good gig kind of politically or for my career because it's going to lead to something else sure so i think kind of recognizing those and then balancing them to where you are so for me at different points in my life i'm thinking about those in different ways there's always a combination you know absolutely you know you know we have families and you know we're thankfully not the only providers in our families and we have spouses and 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 a structure there that, that can provide and, and give us a little more flexibility at times but there's always that balance of those things obviously the musicals is seems to be usually the most important and you want to put yourself in a position where that can be your primary thing but you know you also want it's not all or nothing and in order to get to certain musical situations you've got to do the more political or stair climbing things you got to prove yourself you know yeah, and so true. you can't be like oh i only take things that are musically edifying well, and sometimes you just got to pay your mortgage you know so and then there's nothing that would be number two i yeah. would say yeah. no i i think you you nailed it if i could add anything just the way to frame this maybe is that don't do anything unless there's some reason to do it like you don't right. want to be on the gig and it pays crappy and no one's cool <laughs> and it's not leading and anywhere <laughs> and it's not leading anywhere and the, and the piano sucks and the piano sucks <laughs> and the music sucks because then you're just having a bad time for exactly. nothing right you want to have you want to be on there and if it's not fun you want to be like able to say to yourself well i'm at I'm, least i'm getting paid i mean at least i'm getting paid yeah. or if you're not getting paid and the music's not good you could be like well at least i know that this is a step forward for me. This right. has some, like you want to be able to just go to the gig 
and feel like you're getting something out of it, right? right. There's something positive that, that is happening. Whatever that means to you, yeah. you don't want to put yourself in a situation where there's nothing positive for you. And that's Absolutely. really the only time that I'll say no. Like for me, I was just talking with a, a mutual friend we have about about price for a writing gig, right? About yeah. how you how you choose your prices. And for me, it's like, you know, there's some things that I've done for very little money. Yeah. And there are some other things that were more, you know, more of a quote unquote corporate writing gig or whatever yeah. that I have to charge a lot of money for because there's nothing in it for me except for the money. And that's, they can be game changers, as I recall. They can. Well, yes, <laughs> because you can give them a price of like, I don't really want to do this. So... Uh, is that commonly referred to as the fu price? The fu price. Yeah. I don't really want to do this. Here's my fu price. If you meet, if you meet my fu price, I'm going to be happy because it's 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 a great deal for right. me. Like I, and I if can, you don't forget you. Yeah, I fu. Don't, I don't need it. Right. So it takes a lot of it takes some some planning ahead. It takes some intention on your part. But just know that that is for you to make the best music you can and also to provide. Yeah. And if you start to like kind of understand this balance and it's like it's it's kind of like rhythm, melody and harmony. We talk about the balance between those like it's a pliable thing. It's elastic. So I remember doing like I mean, I'd gone on many tours in Japan over since like the early 90s. And, you know. Be, whenever you're, you know, you're doing tours in different countries, like the currency fluctuation can really, you know, uh, affect the amount that you can make on different tours. And if you're going to do it in, you know, euros or yen, yen in this case, or dollars, how you're being paid and what their ability to pay and how they're selling. You know, there's a lot of things outside of your control. So I've done a lot of tours that paid really well over the years in Japan. And I remember the first time I got invited with my own group to play, I was like, the offer I was so excited about because I love Japan. I love the audiences there. I've done records over there, and I was shocked at the offer when I really looked at it. I didn't. I didn't really pay much attention. First. I was like, "No, oh, cool." But then I was like, "Wait, that doesn't include the plane tickets." And I started That's adding. It? I was like, "Wait, am, am I, I losing money on this?" <laughs> yeah. But I did the tour anyway because it was like totally. it was that third group of like, yeah. you know, you're, you're trying to build to something. But well, it yeah. turned out the music. But but I was like, okay, because I'm going to do this and it's not going to pay great. I've got to make sure the music is great for sure, and that that it's going to lead to something. And and I was like, if the music's good, it will. I had trusted the process that it would lead to something. I mean, I, I've done regular trio gigs, like weekly gigs, right? Where I knew where I didn't get paid for the, for a long time because mm-hmm. I just wanted the best people I could get, and and I wanted them to get paid, and I wanted to. I knew I could build it. I had confidence that we're gonna go, we're gonna do this every week, we're gonna build it, we're gonna work on it musically. Vision. We call that vision. Yeah, I don't need to get paid because you know I can manage to not. And then you got a sugar mommy. That's what you yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but then no, because we were able to build something so cool. A lot of people started to turn up. Yeah. I was able to then use that leverage to get paid and right. make some money off it and have a great time. But then it you was got everything. Probably in the interim, it was probably the music that. But you had to do that. I remember. I remember being in a number of those gigs. Like the music was happening because not you didn't just take it as a given. Although you had good players with you. You built something. You made arrangements. Yeah. You like challenged the audience. You were like, okay, we're gonna make this into something. Totally. But I'm not gonna wait six months till the music's great. We're gonna start the music being great now. Right now. Yeah. And you know what? Never once was I driving to that gig and think and and not excited to go there, even though I wasn't getting any money. I was right. like, this is gonna be awesome. I can't wait for this. You yeah. know. So. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for the questions. Please keep them coming to yhi at openstudiojazz.com or. On our voicemail, which may or may not be checked, no, we're going to check it. I just have to. I don't remember where the heck it is. We'll find it. Well, it's at three one four two eight two six four three seven. Exactly. Is where it's at. Well, two, no, I'm saying like, where do I retrieve it? Do I call that number to yeah. get? Yeah. 
That's for all for outside <laughs> the U.S. You can country code zero zero one, right? Or plus one, plus plus one. It. Sorry, yeah, yeah. plus one three one zero zero one nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, AT and T called. They want their yeah. their landline back. No, you just dial Wisconsin six. <laughs> you know that first question, hot or not? Quotes. How about landline? Hot or not? What would you say? I think it's getting hot again. <laughs> You have one? No, but I hear it's getting hot again, though. We've It's always been hot at our house because we've always had one. You had a landlighter. You're joking me a right land, now. We have one right you now. You joke me? I'm not joking you. <laughs> All I'm right. I'm joking you. So we're going to give real quick. Also, give us a rating or review because that helps us, the word get out on this. Like, if you find some value in these podcasts, whether it's entertainment, and I don't. mockery, um, if you like to laugh at us or with us, it doesn't matter. You know, we have some new reviews. Did you yeah. know that? Well, I was, <clears throat> wait, why, 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 are you, why are you jumping the gun, man? Come on. Sorry. So, no, go ahead now, Mr. Big Reviewer. Okay, we have a one-star <laughs> review. Do you know Ooh, about this? You go, I do know about this. Yeah. I'm surprised you're because you're such a positive guy usually. Well, this is great. So I think we said on one of ours, uh, we were talking about the Mount Rushmore of jazz. Yes. And I, offhanded, I think I said, well, it's, yeah, it's a little bit racist, whatever. Of I Mount, think I did too. I can't blame it only on you. Yeah. And we got a review. We lost a listener, probably several because of that, who said, really? You did it again. Mount Rushmore is racist? Do you realize the whole world has ugly things in its past? Too woke for me. I'm out of here. I love that. Yeah. Mount Rushmore is the thing that, that pushed it over the edge. Like all the other Mount, stuff we said. Yeah, is it that, that controversial? I know. Also, we were, we were white guys in our <laughs> 40s. Well, and uh, Formerly in my 40s. Nobody's calling us woke, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, but we're sorry. Look, we, 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 don't, we mean to entertain and to, to delight. We don't mean to offend anyone, so apologies if we do. But come on. This yeah. is the other thing. We can, we can joke about, or not even joke about, just acknowledge you know what's happening. But on a serious note, let's remember like this music is like a, a big part of it is that it's protest music, which I'm very honored and proud to be a part of music. I think all great artists, like you you can look at different time periods, um, all great art music, and I don't mean art as in European music with powdered wigs on. That's not what art music is about. Oh, but isn't it though? No, it isn't. Although with a couple of white guys sitting there talking about it, you might think that. Mm. No, but just music that has artistic vision and, and weight and, and cultural significance. Um, it's, it is supposed to be stuff that makes you think, and we're not going to all agree on stuff, which is fine, you know. But one star, come on. Come on. Come on. Um, tomorrow we're going to tell you about some, some other seven-star reviews, so we'll wait till then. Until then, you'll hear it. Thank you.